So you know what we got right now? If you're here today, got perfect attendance. <laughs> you're getting the gold star. Amen. <laughs> perfect attendance is real important in, eleva- in being elevated for a disciple of God. You know what a disciple of, J- of God is? A student. A disciple is a student of the word. Amen. Amen. And, and in order to, to, to keep it right, that A student yeah. status, you got to be in attendance. <laughs> Amen. I'm going to give you all my, the, the formula I used in school. I was a straight A student. I wasn't smart. Amen. At least I didn't know I was smart because I didn't like school. Amen. I didn't like school. But when I went back at, at the age of 30, I knew I had to be a little more serious. And so all of a sudden, the first trimester, straight A's, I was like, wow. <laughs> I got some sense. Amen. Second trimester, straight A's. I'm like, wow. Amen. But here's the formula. I want to give you the formula. One, you got to be consistent. Amen. When they asked me to come back to DeVry and talk to the alumni, because they wanted to know, how'd you do that? Amen. And it wasn't that I was some genius, really. But I went to school every day. (laughs) Second thing, I had a positive attitude. Amen. Be consistent. Have a positive attitude. And this one is real important. You got to be open-minded. Huh? Don't come knowing everything. Come knowing nothing. Ready to learn something. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I remember one class. um, um, It was a math class. They would give us the formulas, right? And I would Take the formula, and to me, once you got the formula, it's easy because you can plug the numbers in. The formula is tested. It's proven, and it works. Amen? But then in my second trimester, I had this class that it teaches you how they derive the formula, how it, made, how it was made, how it was created. And my mind was so close to that. I'm like, now, why I got to sit in here? Just give me the formula. Don't be telling me, well, you know, it's X squared over two. You put this. This is how it came. This is how you get this form. I was not interested in that. But God showed me, thank God I learned how to make the formula. Because if they don't give it to you and you go in that classroom and you know how, where it came, how to create it yourself, amen. So it's the same with, with God. Don't, don't come in knowing everything. Amen. <laughs> But that bad attitude I had. Now, why I got to sit here and listen to them tell me how to make a formula that I, I don't care. You already gave it to me in the first class. Now you're going to show me where it came from. It just didn't make sense to me. But it was God. It really was. It, it was so nice. They knew what they were doing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So let me show you. I showed you that worldly formula, right? Be consistent. Positive attitude. Open mind, right? Now let me show you what. The Lord told them as far as being disciples go. Look at John chapter 8 and verse 31. I'll show you the formula. He used the same one. Amen. Verse 31 says, John 8 and 31 says, Then said Jesus to those Jews who believed on him. Who was he talking to? That believed him. Amen. He said, If you continue in my word, what does that mean? If you be consistent. See, I'm trying to show you the formula. God already did it. I ain't did nothing new. 
I was just doing the formula. I didn't know it. Amen. But it works. Amen. He said, if you continue in my word, if you be consistent with me, then you are my disciples indeed. <laughs> That's how you know the will of God, saints. <laughs> That's how you become free. Just keep continuing in the word of God. I'm telling you, diligence, oh, my God. It's just so important when it comes to God. Thank you, Jesus. And look what the second part of the scripture said in verse 32. And you shall, how do you, how do you get that truth? Continue. How do you get the maze? Continue. Amen. That's, how, that's what accelerated me. I just didn't miss a day of school. I was just at school every day. Amen. They say, then you'll know the truth. And what will happen? And the truth shall make you free. Huh? You won't be in bondage to anything. You'll be free. Who all want to be free? Yeah. <laughs> free, 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 free. <laughs> Freedom is, is what it's all about. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell y'all a secret thing. You know, when, when God free you up, I mean, I just don't want to be in bondage to anything. I don't. Amen. Once he freed me up, I think about some things, you know, that our actions could cause to put us back in bondage. Amen. I promise you, I don't want to be in bondage again, saints of God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Freedom is really what it's all about. That's why he died for us. Why did he die for us? To set us free from sin and death. We was in bondage. Amen. And if he went to that extreme to free us, I got to stay free. Amen. I'm not trying to get back in bondage. Say amen to that, saints. But here's what I came to tell you today. That was a sub bonus. <laughs> what I came to tell you today, the name of this message, Carlton, because Carlton always calls it, now, what are we naming that message, Dad? I'm going to give it to you up front today. This message is called God Keeps It New. Amen. Because we're in this brand new year. Happy New Year. Amen. And everything is new. Amen. But God shows me that he keeps it new for us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for the newness. That's why he takes that grace, grace and mercy. And what does he do? I heard the man of God pray in his prayer. He freshens it up every day. He makes it new. Amen. You know what I want to do right now before I get into this word? The Lord was telling me to do this uh, when the man of God was praying. This will make you free. Who want to be free? I, I like being free. I promise you all I do. What we need to do, and I remember doing this one day when I went to bed and I forgot I did it. And when I woke up, I just felt free. I forgot what I did the night before. And what I did and what I want all of us to do right now is if we hold in anything against anybody, why? Before we go into this 24 year and get good in it, let's release it now. Amen. 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 We just want to be free. Huh? It says the truth will make you free. Amen. Y'all always hear that one, don't you? The truth will make you free. But why they don't read the other part? If you continue in my word. Huh? They don't read that part. They just say the truth will make you free. Oh, keep telling the truth, the truth of me. Now, if you continue in this word of God, you'll be free. Amen. Amen. But I'm going to give it, I want to uh, release any ill feelings we have toward anybody. 
Amen. I don't care what they did to you. Did they kill you? Are you here, right? So if you want God, unless you're perfect. Anybody in here perfect? Look, my hands. I'm going to make sure they don't try to come up. <laughs> unless you're perfect, then you got to forgive. So God can forgive you. Amen. So, Father, everybody just bow your head. Father, if we hold in art against any man right now, you, you gave your life so we can be free. We do not want to pick that bondage up again. So we release it to you now. You, are, you told us in your word to cast our cares onto you because you care for us. So I don't care what they did to us, how terrible it might have been, we forgive them right now in the name of Jesus. We let it go, Lord. We give it to you, Father. You said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So you have your way with it, Lord. We let it go right now. We want to walk in 2024 in newness of life, free, not in bondage to anything. So we give you all we cast our cares onto you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Watch how 2024 come now. Ooh, that's just a good thing to do, saints of God. Don't, you don't want to harbor nothing in your heart against anybody. But the name of the message again is God Keeps It New. Amen. And I want to start this new year off with the, resol- with the revelation that God gave me concerning new things. And he gave this to me, I want to say, three or four years ago. But who all know the word of God is new every single day? How, how old is this word right here? 2,000 years old. But, but when we get it today, what is it? New. It's new. Amen. So I'm going to share this revelation. He gave it to me a few years ago. But he just, he just made this statement, and I, I really didn't get it. And I'm going to break it down a little bit today. He just told me I'm just driving a Kankakee, going to visit my brother, minding my own business. <laughs> and he just spoke this to me. He said, Rudy, I don't fix broken things. And I it was just like, what? You know, all these folks, all this world itself is broke, it's messed up. What do you mean, you, what am I doing? You don't fix broken things. He said, I don't fix broken things, Rudy. I create new things. <laughs> and I was like, I, had, I just sat there, I was stunned because I really didn't understand that. that. That truth right there, it shocked me, amen? Because really all I could think of was all the brokenness in this world. And God is saying to me, he, he's not going to fix it. Amen. <laughs> and I remember, you know, as, 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 I, as I think about that day, I remember, you know what I did? I immediately called Elder Price up. That's what I did. And when I told him, I said, Elder Price, you got to hear this. You got to hear these words. God just spoke to me. He said, what did he say, man of God? I said, he told me that he don't fix broken things. He create new things. Elder Price was like, wow. He said, that word was straight from God. I said, man, he just said that to me. But I I really didn't get it. And then Elder Price started quoting scriptures. I'm going to read some of the ones he quoted. Check this out. Turn to your Bibles real quick to Revelation chapter 21. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He began to quote the scriptures, and this is one of the ones he quoted right off the bat. Revelation 21 and verse 1, it says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. You mean he ain't going to fix this heaven? He ain't going to fix the heaven that's up there now or the earth right now? He's not going to fix it. 
Not according to John, what John saw. John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. Here we go. Scripture confirming God's word. This is what Elder Price was saying to me. Amen. He was helping me to understand what God had just said to me. Amen. Because I didn't get it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He saw a new heaven and a new earth. I don't fix broken things. I create new things. But you know what I want y'all to notice in that scripture? The new heaven and the new earth, in this new heaven and new earth that God, that he saw, there was no sea. <laughs> it didn't exist. <laughs> no lakefront apartment. You weren't living on the lakefront, there was the sea. Amen. And you all know why? Because in this new heaven and this new earth, we're we going to be drinking straight from the throne of God. Rivers of living water. You know what he told a woman at, in, in Samaria? He said, if you drink this water, you ain't going to never thirst again. That's what we're going to be drinking in that new heaven, in that new earth. Amen. We won't need a sea. For what? Amen. John said, oh, and there was no sea. I just saw a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Oh, he confirmed that word real well. Look at verse 2. And I, John, saw the holy city. What kind of Jerusalem? A new one. Amen. Rudy, I don't fix broken. Every time I read this, I just think about what he said. I don't fix broken things, Rudy. I create new things. I'm the creator. Amen. A new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Y'all yeah, know how a bride look? On that wedding day adorned for her husband, how does a bride look? Just beautiful. This is what John saw coming. A, new, a brand new Jerusalem looking beautiful. Amen. Not a repaired one, but a new one. Oh, Lord, you don't fix broken things. I keep hearing them say it to me. Amen. Elder Price really helped me to understand it because I really didn't get it. Look at verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tab tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Yes. <laughs> the tabernacle of God, saints of God, is the original way God intended things to be. Amen. For mankind. Mankind dwelling with God for eternity. Amen. That's, what's, that's what this is talking about. Amen. See, and we not only just go enjoy our loved ones in this new heaven, in this new earth, in this new Jerusalem. You know what we're going to do? We're going to actually fellowship with God himself. Yeah. Think about that. We're going to see all our loved ones that was lost in the Lord yeah. in fellowship with God himself yeah. in a new heaven, in a new earth, in the new Jerusalem. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Look at verse 4. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death. Yes. I mean, my sister was studying this, and she passed away when we were studying this. It blew my mind because she was in that hospital, and I thought when we were studying this scripture, she's going to come home. And I told her, you ain't going to have no more pain, never. You are healed. This is what God is saying in the scripture. But what he was saying, he was going to take her home. 
He'd say, look, and wipe away all them tears. Because she was, you know, she was a person who was always in pain. She had a brain surgery. And right after that brain surgery, she just never was really right. She, she, had, she was in pain. All of you come and see her, real impatient. People who are in pain are real impatient. You know, if you do anything, uh, Rudy, stop it, Rudy. Yeah, I don't even do nothing. Amen. So, so when I read this scripture, I mean, we was rejoicing together. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death. Neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. Say amen to that. Amen. <laughs> Look at what we are expecting in this end, how the end really looks. Amen. That expected end that the Bible talks about, yeah. this is how it looks. Amen. No tears, pain, sorrow, death. All that's going to be removed in that heavenly new Jerusalem. Yeah. Amen. Our new home. Amen. Oh, I'm trying to show you today, saints of God, how God keeps it new. Amen. What's the name of this message? God keeps it new. He keeps it new. Look at verse 5. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold. What did he say? Behold. I make all things new. Well. Them words he whispered in my ear. Rudy, I, I don't fix, but I create. I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true. I'm telling, you some, I'm telling you something that's true and faithful. Amen. <laughs> Ooh, the Lord spoke those words directly to me, saints of God. And I didn't get it. Amen. Oh, the price started talking about, yeah, we're going to have a new Jerusalem. We're going to have a new earth. We're going to have a new. And I was saying, whoa. Because I'm thinking, all these broken folks. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. He said, behold, I make all things new. I just wanted to share that with you all again, saints, because we're in a new year. Yes. Amen. So I think, you know, every time we come on a new year or a new thing or a new, I think what he tells me when I see him not repairing something but making it new. Yes. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I just caught something. That house I live in now, it's brand new. It wasn't a repaired. It wasn't a rehabbed. It was, was new. Is that what you was telling me? You was trying to, oh, I just got that. I just thought about that. Hey, the church that we're going to have, it's going to be new. Hey. Amen. He showed me that. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. He keeps everything new, saints of God. Say amen to that. Amen. He keeps it new. And you know what? I have a greater appreciation for new things. Because every day is a new day. Think about that. Every day we enter into is a new day. New grace. New mercy. Every single day. But what's most important, I want you all to know this, saints, is the new you. That's mm. <laughs> what the Lord showed me. He was putting this in me, and I'm going to get this into you all. Yeah. Amen. I want to bless you with this one real good. Yeah. The new you. Amen. Have you all ever heard this phrase? People say this. Do you. Yeah. Ever heard that? Yeah. They say, do you. I'm just doing me. Y'all ever heard that? <laughs> I'm here to tell you that doing you is not good. Say amen to that. Amen. See, just doing you without Christ, it's a disaster. <laughs> what was our praise song? Never would have made it. See, we can't make it without Christ. 
<laughs> we a disaster. Doing you is a disaster. Oh, God made this so plain to me when he put this in me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're lost without God, saints. <laughs> Just doing you without Christ is bad. Because we can do nothing without him. Think about that. Oh, I really want to bless you all with this. You know what? Another. Sometimes people say this right here. <clears throat> They'll say to you, I'm living my truth. You all ever heard that? Some say, I'm just living my truth. Amen. That's an excuse for doing you. Amen. <laughs> you say, I'm living my truth as if that's who you really are. Like you get a pass for living your truth or something. Walking in foolishness. Because that's really when they make that statement. I'm just living my truth. You know, that's, that's just what it is. Amen. <laughs> and we were all born messed up. Say amen to that. Amen. Everybody was born messed up. Please know that. We were, what did David say? Born in sin, shaped in iniquity. All of us. Amen. We lost without him. It's just that simple. Ain't no doing you. Ain't no living that truth. If you live in the old you, it's a mess. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So in this brand new year, saints, I want to show you this today. That doing you is just not good. Because <laughs> in you lies no good thing. Say amen to that. <laughs> now let's look at these scriptures right here. Because I'm going to make this so plain today. God really blessed me with this one for the new year. It's just a perfect word for the new year. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Let's turn to Romans chapter 7. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Romans 7, look at verse 14. It says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, so that's all of us. We all are carnal, sold unto sin. Amen. That's how we came here. Amen. But you know what the problem is? God's law is spiritual. <laughs> But we in this flesh body were sold under sin, a kernel. Amen. That's why we can't keep the law. Bad as we want to. We want to keep that law. We want to do the right. Don't y'all all want to do the right? Who all want to do the right thing? I know I do. Huh? <laughs> but it just told us why it's so hard for us to do it. <laughs> Let me look at that scripture again, saints of God. This is. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal and sold unto sin. And that's all of us. Look at verse 15. It says, for that which I do, I allow not. For that and for what I would, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. Think about that confusion. Y'all want to hear that one again? And this is why you can't do you. I'm, I'm showing it to you, okay? For that which I do, I allow not. So what is it saying? That stuff I'm doing, I really don't want to do it. I don't allow that, but I'm doing it. Think about this now. <laughs> For what I would, that do I not. For what I really should be doing, 
I don't do that. Now think about this, because there's some confusion about you. That's why you can't do you. Okay. But what I hate, that's what I do. <laughs> We're a mess in this flesh, ain't we? We are a mess in this flesh, says God. <laughs> but this is truly why you can't do you. I'm doing things that myself I don't even approve of. Flesh is really crazy. And what I should be doing, I'm not doing that. I'm doing things that I hate. <laughs> I mean, but the things that I hate, I still do that. Amen. Let me preach to myself for a minute. Because I was smoking them cigarettes and hated it. Amen. I, I, I mean, well, I smoked for 10 years. I, I want to say the last six years, I just hated smoking. I hated it. But I couldn't stop. Amen. I couldn't. I, that, that I hate... <laughs> That do I. Hated it. I said, Lord, you got to take this away from me. Because I wanted to be athletic. I wanted to play tennis. I wanted to play basketball. And I just knew you ain't all you could be because you're so tired. You out there, everybody running you because you smoke. Hated it. Kept doing it, though. Amen. I want to give you all a real example. Amen. Alcoholics. You think alcoholics really are happy with that? Huh? You think they're really happy? Why don't they stop? Why don't they stop? But what I hate, that I do. Amen. They can't stop. Amen. See, you can't do you because you outside of Christ is a mess. The only way you're going to get right and be able to control you is doing Christ. Amen. You can't do you. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. All I just want to show you all this today. Look at verse 16. It says, if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. What in the world? We complex, don't we? It says, if I do that which is not, I consent unto the law that is good. You know what it's really saying? I keep doing things that I shouldn't do, but I'm saying to God, it's okay. Because I keep doing it. So you're saying to God, it's okay. But if you want to stop, let me tell you this. Then you got to tell God, Lord, just like I did with on them cigarettes, Lord, you got to take this away from me. Because I can't stop. You got to take it from me, Lord. And then guess what happened? He'll take it from you. But if you keep doing it and you, and you don't, you're allowing it, even though you hate it, then you're saying to God, it's okay, so he'll let you do it. Oh, I'm trying to break some things off of you today. Huh? What you want to be in bondage to? Say nothing. That's what I'm trying to show you. I want to be free. And this retirement really put more of that in me. I be so careful with the things I do. I don't never want to break this kind of freedom. Huh? Well, I got to go and do something for us? I just got to go and do it. It's going to affect my living. I don't never want to get in that kind of bondage. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And I'm trying to show y'all how to get out of it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Yeah, you can't consent unto the law that it is good. That's what happens when you just keep doing it. You don't ask the Lord. He just thinks you, you good with it. So he'll just let you do it. Amen. Look at verse 17. It says, Now then, 
it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Now, he's breaking it down. Amen. Paul is saying here, I no longer approve of this ungodly thing I'm doing. It's not me, but it's that sin that's in me. See, when we fail in this carnal state, we fail captive to these things. Amen. Fleshly, carnal things. Yeah. This is exactly why you can't do you, saints of God. I mean, that sounds good, don't it? I'm doing me. Do you. That sounds like it's just a thing, right? I'm in total control. Amen. <laughs> but you're really messing up. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 18. It says, For I know that in me, what saints? That is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, what? I don't know how to find that. God's will is present, is present with me. But, but since I'm doing me, I can't find it. Oh, Lord have mercy. You got to see this, saints of God, in this new year. You don't want to do you. Amen. See, no man's flesh follows God. That's why he said, that is in my flesh. If you're in, in your flesh, it's not subject to God. And that's another message for another day. I'm not breaking that one down today. But if you live in your flesh, it's not subject to God. You say, man, a guy, everything is subject to God. That's what I thought, too. But your flesh is not. Amen. Because we wasn't designed to live in it, first of all. They didn't know that until they fell. Amen. But we're not going there. We're not going there. But I will go here and tell you this. The flesh has to be crucified. That's why Jesus had to go to that cross. Only thing you can do with your flesh is crucify it. Kill it. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus had to be crucified, saints of God. What did he say about the, sp the flesh? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. See, flesh is a camp that sin operates in, saints. It, was, it wasn't inherently sinful, though. But because of the fall, it's subject to sin, and it's thoroughly contaminated. Say amen to that. So you can't do you, saints. In your flesh dwelleth no good thing. That's what this scripture is saying. Let's read this last one, verse 19. For the good that I would do not, but the evil which I would not. And now how many times he say that? Huh? Well, he was trying to get this point over. Huh? But the good that I don't do and the evil which I really shouldn't do, that is what I do. Just gave you the perfect definition of uh, the biblical definition of the flesh. It's got a mind of its own. It loves drama. It's lustful. Therefore, you can't let it lead you. You can't do you, saints. Oh, Lord, thank you for this word, Lord. So that's saying do you. Get rid of that, saints. Matter of fact, I'm going to correct it right now. I'm going to give you a new one. We're going to upgrade that thought process. Here's the new phrase. Because this battle right here is in the mind. So here's the new phrase. Here go the upgrade. Do the new you. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. Sister Tawana said amen quick. That's how you do it, Sister Tawana. You grab it quick. 
when you hear that truth coming forth and you want to walk in it, hurry up and say amen. Don't wait. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. What's the new saying? Do the new you. Uh, when somebody say, do you? You say, uh-uh. I don't do that. I do the new you. I'm doing the new me. See, the new you is in Christ. Huh? <laughs> Let me prove that to you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, See, when you receive Christ, saints, you can have a new nature. Amen. A spiritual one that's born of God. Like Jesus. See, Jesus didn't have this fallen nature. Amen. He didn't have none of Adam in him. He was Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. Amen. He was spiritual. And that's why we got to be born again to be spiritual. So we can't do that old you. Amen. Hallelujah. Your spiritual nature seeks God, saints. It wants to do the will of God. It's the new you. And that's really what you want to do. Do the new you. Turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let me show you what that's all about. I showed you the old you in the flesh, right? The, the confusion, right? We know what that looked like. <laughs> Drama, amen. That's the one you don't want to do. Now, this is what the new you looks like. Do the new you. Look at verse 14. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one die for all, guess what? We all dead. Amen. Death had been pronounced on the whole human race, saints. All of us. We were all guilty of sin. That's why. Amen. So get that pressure off yourself like you're the only one messed up. You ain't the only one messed up. We all messed up. Amen. Because <laughs> it's sin and death. Amen. Sin, sin was punishable by death, saints of God. See, God's wrath against sin required death. That's why it says the wages of sin is death. Jesus died for all of us. He was crucified. Just like his flesh was crucified, so was our flesh. The ones who live in, in Jesus. Amen. He got crucified your flesh. Amen. See, in him I heard somebody say we live, we move, and we have our being. Did I hear somebody say that today? Amen. Amen. Our life is in Christ. It's the new you. Hey. Amen. Do the new you. All right, look at verse 15. It says, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. He's really saying, don't do you. Doing you is living unto yourself. Oh, I'm doing what I want to do. Amen. This is my world. Amen. It's my way or the highway. I killed that dude. Y'all like to play with him, though. Get that 85 Rudy back. Y'all want to play with him? <laughs> we don't want to talk to Pastor Rudy. We want to talk tonight. This is one of my sons called Y'all want to play with that dude. I say, he dead. Okay. I'm going to get him back to you. I killed him. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to play with him. I don't know why. It's crazy. He was crazy. Amen. <laughs> he was them scriptures I read to you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, that's why I say thank you, Jesus, all the time. He killed that dude. 
he helped me kill him. Let me say this about them cigarettes. Because I don't know. See, I, I, I'm going to give you a testimony. Here go a real quick testimony. So, you know, I smoked for 10 years. The Lord took it away from me, right? Thank you, Jesus. I thank him every day. I see people still in that bondage. And I just keep thanking God. Lord, thank you. How long he did that? It was, I was 20 years old. Started smoking around 12. I was 22. Amen. Ain't that crazy? Smoking at 12 years old. 22, I quit. But I was on the golf course, right? And the dude say, uh, hold my cigarette. You know, he want to hit his golf shot. So I'm standing there holding the cigarette. I couldn't hold the cigarette. I said, I just can't hold. I put it down. And so he got done with the shot. He said, man, give him a square. I said, man, I, I, there it is right there. And he looking at me like, why you put it? And I was saying to myself, Lord, what did you do to me? <laughs> I'm giving y'all a testimony. Won't he do it? He took it from me some kind of way. I can't even touch it. Now, I went 10 years trying to stop it and couldn't. But when God took it, I can't even touch it. I'm just trying to show you. If you want to get out of bondage, God will gladly oblige you. Say amen to that. He will gladly oblige you. It's just you. But if you keep doing it, you're telling God, it's okay. It's okay, Lord. I'm good. I can do this. I'm doing me. <laughs> I'm living my truth. How foolish is that? Oh, I'm going to stand on this word. I just wanted to bless you with that. I don't know. God carried me off on that tangent. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Verse 15. It says, And that he died for all, that they which live should not them henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. That's the new you. Huh? <laughs> Living unto yourself is doing you. That's disaster. Living unto the one who died for you and rose again. That's the new you. You're doing the new you. In the new year, what we doing? The new you. Amen. Look at verse 16. Wherefore, henceforth know we no man after the flesh. <laughs> Listen to this. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Oh, now we need some revelation. I'm like, well, Lord, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just ride past this one because I don't ride past scriptures. If you take, take all night to tell me what it means, I just wait. Oh, you got to tell me, what, what in the world is this talking about? Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we know he know Jesus. And I know Paul did know him after the flesh. Amen. But what the scripture really is saying is that we don't want to know man after the flesh. I don't want to know you or evaluate your carnal, your human, your worldly standard self. I don't want to know you like that. Amen. That's, what, that's why I said no, no man after the flesh. You know, you start glorying in that craziness. That's why I don't play with 85 Rudy. I don't play with him. I don't want to know him no more. Amen. And that's what Paul is saying here. Don't know men after the flesh. I want to know that God in you. What he's saying. Amen. But after the flesh, I don't care to know you like that. Amen. I want to meet your spiritual needs, saints of God. Revealing Christ to you. To keep you out of your flesh. Amen. See, when you receive Christ, you invited him in to live in you. So now he speaks through you. And that's how I want to know you. Amen. Man of God, you know what the Lord said to me? Just like what I said to Elder Price. 
See, I want you talking to me like, what did God say to you? He said, blah, blah. He said, what? Oh, I want to know that. But I don't want to know you after the flesh. I know what that looked like. Amen. I already know what that looked like. Not the old you saints, but the new you. See, Paul knew Jesus when he was in here in the flesh. Because he wasn't never in his flesh. Because he was spiritually led all the time. But he lived in flesh. Because he was trying to show us something. Amen. And that's dangerous. Because Paul knew him really after the flesh. Till that bright light shined on him. He said, wait, wait, wait. Because see, many knew Jesus. Some, some today. You know what they think Jesus is? Just a nice guy. Jesus, oh yeah, he's just a really nice person who lived right in this earth. Amen. How they knowing him? After the flesh. They don't know. Spiritually, he's God. Amen. He died for us. They ain't trying to hear that. Huh? They know him after the flesh. What is Paul saying? Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. That's what he's trying to tell us. Don't know him like that. That ain't going to help you. Amen. <laughs> know him as the Savior, as the Redeemer. Amen. God in flesh, Emmanuel. That's who he is. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. God with us, saints, the anointed one, the Savior of the world. Oh, that's how we want to know him, not after the flesh. Look at verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new. I don't fix broken things, Rudy. See, when you come to me and you and me, now nah, I make you new. It don't say he's a repaired creature. Amen. He said he's new. See, I, I really didn't understand that, saints of God, when he spoke those words to me. But Elder Price was rattling off these, these uh, scriptures to me. And, and making it real to me, because I was like, I don't know what God talking about. I'm, I don't know, should I stop ministering? He talking about he don't fix folks. He don't fix broken things. I don't know what to do. You know what? I'm in there telling him, God going to make it all right. No, he's going to make it new. He's going to give you a new life. Amen. And it's exciting, too. Life in Christ is exciting. Amen. People think it's boring. Oh, they look at them going to church. I saw my neighbors this morning looking at me. Look at crazy Rudy going to church. I'm loading the car up. I'm loading the car up. Come on, baby, get in there. We got to be there by 930, da, da, da. Exciting. But they don't think that. Huh? They don't think that. <laughs> they don't get it. But I'm going to keep showing it to them, though. I don't care. I just got, I'm going to keep. That's what the Lord told me, too. He said, just keep standing up right before them. Don't worry about what they doing and thinking. I said, yes, Lord. So that's how I do them. I just don't even worry about it. Just keep standing up right before him. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. It says, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Huh? He don't, he don't fix broken things. He makes everything new. Oh, I, I told you, I'm going to get this one in your spirit right here. You got to know this one's here, saints of God. Huh? You'll never do you again. Amen. <laughs> Unless you just want to be disobedient. Those things I, I do not, I do. And that you want to go there. But the new you is way more exciting. Amen. Get rid of that guy. Huh? Trying to keep you in that bondage. Amen. Freedom is who the son set free. It's free indeed. I never want to get back in bondage again, ever. Amen. This freedom is something else. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Even when you pass away, saints, 
when God raised you back up, you know what you get? A new spiritual glorified body that will never die. You ain't, we ain't taking this mess into heaven, into eternity. See this right here? It ain't going. It's going to the dirt, to the dirt. Amen. And you know, let me just clear this one here up because because people say everybody's gonna die, right? Amen. They say everybody's gonna die, but that's just not really true. That ain't true when you read the scriptures. Everybody is not gonna die because it says some. Everybody's gonna be changed. Let me say what the scriptures say. But everybody ain't gonna be laying down in that casket like that because I don't like the way that look personally. I don't. I be telling the Lord that. Lord, I don't like how that look. Let me walk like, who walked out of here? Enoch, just walk. Let me just walk out of here like that. Huh? Elijah, just walked out of here. He didn't, he didn't lay down like that. Lord, I, don't, I want you to use me. And then when you done using me, walk me up out of here. Y'all got that kind of faith? See, when I talk like that, people don't like when I talk like that. I used to talk like that at the church I came from. They were like, oh, no, everybody going to die. I wouldn't go with that. I said, no, I'm sorry. I, I can't agree with that one. Well, you know everybody. If the Bible says once for a man, I say, but it also say everyone is not going to, God don't call it death either. He say sleep. He say everyone is not going to sleep, but everybody's going to be changed. So you coming out of this when you go into that new glory forever. But I don't know about all that laying down and stuff. I don't like that. I don't know, y'all. I be telling God the truth. You know, tell the truth and shame the devil. If you don't want to do it, then tell him. You know, Lord, is it any way? Is it any other? What did Jesus say? Is it any other way? Because he was in the flesh. Is any, can this cup pass me? But he said, no, we got to get rid of that flesh. The flesh is weak. Huh? We got to crucify that. But if it was another way, Jesus wanted to know, didn't he? Do I have to do it that way? So that's what I'd be asking. Lord, you know, do I got to lay down like that and let them close? I can't breathe if they close that box, as I'd be thinking, you know. Uh, uh, humanly, or what do they call it? Carnally. They close that thing, I can't breathe in there. I think there's something told. Wow, I don't even want to go back there. Yeah, I'm going to be raptured. Amen. Amen. See how I said amen quick to that, Sister Tawana? Say, you're going to be raptured. Amen. Out of here like that. Thank you, Jesus. But let me show it to you, though, this new glorified body. Uh, turn real quick to 1 Corinthians 15. We're going to wrap this up. 1 Corinthians 15, look at verse 42. It says, so also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, but it is raised, how, saints? And in corruption. See, the body is sown in corruption, the old you. <laughs> but it's raised in incorruption, the new you. See, the old flesh body is going back to the dirt. Say amen to that. Amen. It's going back. We ain't taking that into glory. Amen. Don't want it there. Nothing is going to be there like that. That confusion. You want to take that confusion with you to glory? You still up there talking about that. That I should be doing. I don't do it. <laughs> you want to do that? That ain't going to be going on. Look at verse 49, 43. It says, it is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It's sown in weakness, but it's raised in power. So what's being raised in the new is that new, powerful, glorified spiritual body. Amen. Look at verse 44. You want that? Amen. 
Amen. See how I say amen to that quick? Talk like so when you talking that high end truth, I'm agreeing with you. Amen. With that same thing, amen mean it is so. Yes. <laughs> 40, 44. It is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. <laughs> we have to know that, saints, because the, 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 our spirit man is what connects to God, whom is a spirit and who's leading us. It's Holy Spirit. Amen. So at the end of the day, even after death in Christ, it will lead you to the new you. Even when you die, you're still going to the new you, the new glorified spiritual body. What's the name of the message? God keeps it. He keeps it new. Amen. Rudy, I don't fix broken things. I create new things. I just keep hearing them say that to me. Amen. But now I understand it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me give you this final bonus scripture. Y'all want a bonus? Amen. I love a bonus, man. You like bonuses? Amen. Amen. Me too. Anytime I, I'm going to give you a bonus, a tip. Or they, you know, everybody want a tip today, too. They only want to work for the tip. <laughs> you come to the counter to get the food. You know, they just on the cash register talking about you got a little thing, tip for, I said, it was a tip for ringing it up? I want to get paid for getting paid? Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. This We're going to wrap it up with this. Psalms 51. And look at verse 10. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Everybody say amen to that quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. See, that, that fall, when Adam fell, it dirtied up our heart and our spirit. Amen. So this was talking about renew, which in another uh, translation said, God, create a new heart in me. This says renew a right spirit and a clean heart. But another translation said, God, so God has to create a new one a clean heart. Amen. And look at what else happened. A right spirit. One, in, one interpretation says a new spirit. A new and right spirit within me. It's really what it's saying. Put a new and right spirit in me. See, because so, if, if the spirit is corrupted too, amen, now, and the flesh is, 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 is leading it, that's a, that's a huge mess. So, so he's saying here, clean my heart and renew the spirit. Okay? I want y'all to catch that. See, old things are passed away. Everything. Everything is new. The heart, the spirit, everything. The new you. Oh, I'm going to get this in y'all. Look at verse 11. It says, cast me not away from the, thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. See, we don't want to be out of the presence of God. That's doing you. See, that's what I say. You without God is a mess. And he knew that. So he said, don't ever let me be out of your presence. <laughs> and don't ever take that Holy Spirit, Lord, because God is spirit, away from me. Say amen to that quickly. I'm trying to show you how to keep doing a new you. Amen. Look at verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. That's what you want, saints of God. Free spirit. 
not in bondage. See, when God creates these new things in you, you have that joy of salvation. And that's why they watch me packing the car up in joy. I'm saved, amen. God is with me. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You're held up by that free spirit, saints. No more bondage to sin. Say amen to that. A new and right spirit. 2024, say a new and right spirit. That's what we're walking in this year. Amen. Everything going to become new. And y'all going to see it. Everything going to become new. Amen. And the old things, let me just give y'all a hint on what's really going on in the spiritual world. Y'all see what's going on in the spiritual world? 2024. It's a mess. I mean, it all, it's like God is pulling the cover. And all these, these scandals and all this stuff, if they was out, out of the will of God and fake and phony and all that, he exposed it. He's exposing everything. Why? Everything is becoming new. Amen. That old mess, he didn't let it happen. You say, wow, well, how in the world? They did what? You know, and my word for 2024, if you was on that Zoom, that night service, God gave us this warning. He said to me so plain, he said, Rudy, all that mess that's going on that you about to see in 2024, and you going to see some mess, don't let it turn your heart. And I'm telling you all that. When you see all this mess, because you're going to see something far that you really thought was going on. Don't let that turn your heart. You stay on your square. Amen. Stay on your square. Huh? That, that, whatever that was, it was. Stay in the new you. Amen. Don't let it turn your heart, saints. All right, here go the last scripture. When you get doing that new you, this is what, how it ends up. Verse 13, then will I teach transgressors thy ways. See, first you got to get right. Get it a new you. Then you can teach the transgressors thy ways. And sinners shall be converted unto thee. Amen. Everybody say hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to the new you. God keeps it new, saints of God. In this new year, saints, Walk in your newness. Do the new you. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Again, I want to God, I'm going to say God bless everybody who's here today. Amen. Y'all got perfect attendance right now. If you continue in his ways. Amen. Amen. Perfect attendance. Oh, you're going to see some things in 2024 20, in your life. Amen. Let's keep it up. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God is showing me. See, Rudy, you really wanted something when you was in that school. You knew what you had to have, <clears throat> so you went every day. Deal with Christ like that. Oh, I know what I want to receive. And see, when you miss, you miss things. Amen. <laughs> and they say, how are you getting all them A's? How are you doing that? Because I didn't miss no assignment. I didn't miss nothing. I, I was there all the time. So everything on the test, I was there, and I got good notes, too. I, you know, y'all know how I do. I take notes. I just don't show up and just let it, you know. I write it down so I can look it over again, study it. The word of God is not to be read. Say what? No, it's to be studied. You study God's word because it's alive. Remember, this thing is alive. It's moving. It's, it's changing. And not the words ain't changing, but it's changing to fit you. It's trying. It's new. Every day. 
The word is the same word, 2,000-year-old word, new. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Anybody in here who don't know Christ, let's just do that real quick. Anybody here who have never received Christ as their personal Savior and Lord, because if you have not, then you are doing you. And that's a disaster. Amen. Let Christ help you to do the new you. Amen. Don't get stuck up in it. And if you don't receive him, you're saying, I'm okay. Ain't nothing wrong with me. Amen. I'm fine. Amen. Don't, don't get stuck. Here's the opportunity. Amen. Time is running out fast. Say to God, it's running out fast. Amen. You want to be on the God side. Don't let the devil lie to you. What the devil say, oh, you know you, you don't want to stop doing this or that or the other. Now you know you ain't ready to stop. And many of us are not. Amen. But the devil was a liar. He said, first you got to stop and then you go and you receive Christ. That ain't how it work. Amen. First you receive Christ, then he comes and lives in you, then he takes it away from you. You can't fix you. Huh? That's why we got hospitals like this. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. It's the hospital, don't you know that? Huh? You all messed up. You don't just say, I'm going to go home and fix myself. No, nah, I better go to the emergency room. Some of us need to be in the emergency room. Go on and get right and quit playing. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, we all going to say this sinner's prayer. Let's yeah. everybody, let's just all renew our relationship with the Lord. It's a new year, right? Old things are passed away. What? Let's renew our brand new relationship. Y'all ready to do that? Yeah. Say, Father, Father, I am lost without you. You know what I need before we even ask you. Earlier we gave all, we casted our cares on to you. We're not holding anything against anybody. And we're asking you to forgive us. We repent of our sins. Lord, we ask that you come and live inside of us. Be our Lord and our Savior. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you for living in us. Thank you for the new life. Now have your way, Lord. Anything that's not like you, Lord, Get rid of it. I'm lost without you. And I ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah! New just feel good, don't it? It's a new you. We're going to do the new you. Everybody going to do the new you. Amen. Amen. Lord, going to reveal some things to you all that you had not seen before. Amen. In the new you. You start getting to see how God sees it. That new you is something else. Amen. That's why Satan tried to keep you in the old you. Uh, he don't want you walking in that new you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus.